Last time on Left Behind. I was at the headquarters when the building collapsed. Inside. I believe I died. Carpathia talks about Amanda like he knows her. Cameron, I can see a car. Yes, it's, it's Chloe's. Huh. Oh, it is empty except for her phone and computer. And I do believe if we can locate Cameron Williams, we will find Dr. Ben Judah as well. But you have to admit he's getting information from somewhere. Don't even suggest I'm that. I'm just saying Amanda that... is not a liar or a betrayer. Based on Soul Harvest, the fourth book in the best-selling series, Tyndale House Publishers proudly presents episode 39 of the dramatic audio edition of Left Behind. Give me ten minutes. Okay, good. I'll uh, I'll see you at breakfast. Mm, got it. Uh, good morning, God. Here we go. Another beautiful day. I can't help but wonder: Am I the only one left? Amanda, Chloe, Buck, Joan. Uh, well, help me say the right things to Mac. Eager to fly? Uh, actually, uh, eager to talk, Ray, but not here. Too many years. You up for this? Yeah, I am. I want to get back in this. Careful. Carpathia uh, is giving me the eye. Captain, please, come. Uh, let's get out of here. The Ray, you can in jail. I wish you would. So what's on the syllabus today? Uh, I'm not teaching you anything new. You've flown choppers. Yeah, more than 20 years ago. Uh, come on, it's like riding a bike. Uh, potentate Carpathia, sir. Uh, excuse Captain Steele and me for a moment. Would you, Officer McCollum? Uh, yes, sir. I'll catch up with you in the hangar. Yes. Rayford, I hope you do not mind my calling you by your first name. I wish you had been here earlier. Those of us here were treated to Leon Fortunato's account of last night. Yeah, Max said something about it. Yes, yes, I, I believe Officer McCollum has heard it twice. You should ask him to share it with you. Better yet, uh, schedule some time with Mr. Fortunato. I'm aware of Leon's devotion to you. Hmm. As am I. However, even I was moved and flattered at how his view has been elevated. It doesn't surprise me that Leon is grateful for your rescuing him. <laughs> is that McCollum's assessment, a rescue? I did not rescue Mr. Fortunato. I did not even save his life. According to his testimony, I brought him back from the dead. Too bad you didn't take witnesses. Ah, uh, you do not believe me. It's quite a tale. You must talk with him. You know, this sounds a lot like the story of Lazarus. Too bad that story comes from a book of fairy tales, huh? I have never disparaged your beliefs. Neither have I hidden that I believe you are, at best, misguided. But yes, 
It gave me pause that this incident mirrored an account I believe was allegorical. So now you're some sort of deity? That is not for me to say. Though, clearly, raising a dead man is a divine act. Clearly. Yeah. Mr. Fortunato believes I could be the Messiah. You think you might be the Messiah? Let me just say, especially after what happened last night, I have not ruled out the possibility. I see. Ah, Captain, down to business. Hmm? I would like you and Mr. McCollum to load whatever equipment you need onto the 216 and chart a course to retrieve the international ambassadors listed here, hmm? allowing them to join those already present. Where are you on rebuilding runways? Global community forces are working around the clock in every country. I have my assignment. I would like to know your itinerary as soon as it is set. Mr. Fortunato will go with you and serve as host. Okay, now let me ask you something. <laughs> will you let me know when the dredging operation starts? <clears throat> the one? When they pull the PanCon 747 out of the Tigris. Oh yes, that. Now, Rayford, I have been advised it would be futile. The airline informed us who was aboard, and we know there are no survivors. We are already at a loss for what to do with the bodies of so many victims as it is. I have been advised to consider the aircraft a sacred burial vault. You're not going to prove my wife's dead, are you? Oh, Rayford, is there any doubt? As a matter of fact, there is. I know it is difficult for loved ones to let go unless there is I some... want that plane dredged up. I want to know whether my wife is dead or alive. Captain. <laughs> Next, you will be asking me to resurrect her. she's in. I have to know. I have to know. So he finally let you go, did he? Yeah. I don't know how he does it. What's that? Uh, look at this. The latest modern avionics. Now, where would Carpathia get this, and how would he know to stock it in the shelter? Uh, who knows? Maybe he's the god he thinks he is. I told you about Leon's diatribe last night. Funny. Carpathia just mentioned it again. So, does he agree with Leon about his own divinity? Uh, not going that far yet, but he will. The Bible says he will. <laughs> Whoa, now. You're gonna have to start from the beginning, Ray. Oh, uh, fair enough. First, uh, let me show you this. What is it? After my refresher course, I want you to file a flight plan to these countries. We have to pick up Matthews in Rome first. Then we'll go to the States and pick up all the other ambassadors on the way back. Okay, uh, should be pretty painless. Looks like about half an hour or so. Mm. Hey, have we got airstrips in all these places mm. yet? Put the chopper and a fixed wing in the cargo hold just in case. All right, uh, 
So when are we going to talk? Um, our training session should take until about five, don't you think? I told you, you'll be up to speed in no time. But we'll break for a late lunch and still have several hours, You're so... not following me here, Ray. You don't need a whole day playing with this <coughs> toy. You know what you're doing. Who's it's just... not following whom? You and I are away from the shelter today, training until 1,700 hours. Is that understood? Ah. You learn the bird by late lunch, say around one, and we're still on leave until mm. five. See, that wasn't so hard. Okay, let's crank this baby up. Yeah. All right, uh, release friction, cyclic neutral, collective flat, pedals neutral. Check. Engine de-ice off, control boost on. Got it. Altimeter to terrain, uh, make it about 250. Okay, got it. All right, gen switch off, batch switch on. Done. T.O.T. light test. T.O.T. Uh, remind me. Uh, turbine output temperature, you remember working on avoiding hot starts, right? Uh, Mac, my hours are all in gas-powered bells. Oh. <laughs> I knew this was going too easy. It's like riding a bike, Ray. Let me ask you something. You were stationed in this area, weren't you? Uh, a good chunk of years, why? You know people then. Locals, you mean? Yeah, assuming they survived the quake, who are we looking for? Not who. What? Scuba gear. <laughs> really? Uh, now, there's a new one for the middle of the desert. What's the uh, point of interest? The... the Tigris? Oh, wait a second. You gotta be kidding me, Dead Ray. Dead serious. I... Interesting choice of words. Now, do you know somebody or not? Well, for crying out loud, let them dredge the thing, will ya? They're not going to. What? Carpathia's already checked off on the river. He's calling it a sacred burial ground. I don't know, partner. You ever dive in a river? Got a lot of dives in, but no, nothing in a river. Well, I have, and it's a whole new ball game. And that tigress is squirrely. If you're not careful, he could wind up 300 miles southeast in the Persian Gulf. So what's the story, Mac? You got a source? Yeah. Yeah, I know a guy. And I've never seen scuba stuff around here, but if it's available and he's still alive, he can get it. Who is he? He's a national. Runs the tower at the airstrip down at Al-Basra, northwest of Abadan. If I tried to pronounce his real name, I might hurt myself. To all <laughs> his, uh... <clears throat> Clients. He goes by Al B. I just call him Albie. What's his deal? Well, he takes all the risk, charges you double retail, no questions asked. You get caught with contraband, he's never heard of you. Hmm. Try to reach him for me, will you? Well, it's a, it's a risk. Hmm. Being up front with you was a risk, Mac. True, but would a fink make a dangerous dive with you? Nobody's asking you along. Well, you can't stop me, and if my guy can get gear for you, he can get it for me, too. Why? What's in it for you? I don't know, Ray. You deserve to know if your wife's in the drink, all right? I'll have to think about it. There's nothing to think about. I'm going with. Besides, i got to figure out some way to keep you alive long enough to tell me what the devil's been going on around here. Let me put her down here, and I'll tell you. Well, right here? Right now? Right now. All right. Works for me. <clears throat> all right. You know, my military background led to commercial flying... I was a good citizen. Drank a little, chased a little. Never did anything illegal. Showed up at church now and then. That's when I met Irene. She was, well, you know, goody-goody. But I was kind of drawn to that, you know? The librarian syndrome, pretty, loving. <laughs> Amazing, really. I asked, she accepted, even though she was more into church than I was. We had fights about it, but... 
I was faithful, good provider, respected in the community. <laughs> when we had Chloe, I was convinced of miracles. I wanted to be the best father and husband in history. Started going back to church, I sang the songs, gave the money, closed my eyes during the prayers. Yeah, religion was a private thing. I did it on the weekend. But Irene, she said she felt empty. She wanted more, something deeper. Scared me to death. She talked about having a personal relationship with God. Hmm, really? Fast forward a few years, Ramey comes along. <laughs> a son, man, I was blown away. But something happened during that time. I haven't told many people. I was almost unfaithful to Irene while she was pregnant with Ramey. I was drunk, company Christmas party. Almost? Yeah. Close, like in hand grenades. <laughs> Felt so guilty. Irene never suspected. That made it worse. I had this idea God might punish me. I pleaded for Ramey, then well, he turned out perfect. Got a raise, moved to a nice house, and got back in the same old rut. Come on, let's let's get back in the chopper. I'm still kind of waiting to see how your Christmas party near Miss is connected to millions of people dying in an earthquake here. What's next? Irene switched churches. You hungry? It's almost one. <laughs> Irene switched churches. Great. You're just going to leave me hanging on Irene switched churches. I want to cycle through a few landings. Where are we eating? All right, Ray. If you want, we can go all the way to Albies. Eat there. Mm, business lunch. Something like that. Let's get airborne. I'll get you heading off the GPS. Sounds good to me. Oh, well. <clears throat> Tell me about this new church. <sighs> well, I stopped going with her. And she went church shopping. Met a couple women she really liked. Got into a Bible study. That's when things really changed. Really? Uh, like what? Well, the new place made me uncomfortable. Irene loved it. Said she'd been born again. <laughs> Sounded like a cult. One day she talked about the return of Christ, called it the rapture. And I said I was glad she'd be caught up to heaven because I knew I'd go straight to hell. <laughs> that probably didn't go over too well. Uh, good guess. I just avoided the topic. Then I got my eye on a senior flight attendant. <laughs> what, the following Christmas? <sighs> we had a few drinks, shared a few meals, never went past that. Till one night I decided to ask her out. Conveniently, she was working my O'Hare to Heathrow run. I'm over the Atlantic in the middle of the night with a fully loaded 4-7. I put it on autopilot and go looking. Yeah? Everybody remembers where they were the night of the disappearances. I was looking for a date. <laughs> you don't say. She broke the news to me. Generally, she was real level-headed, real pro, but empty seats all over the plane, she was pretty messed up by that. I told her I didn't know what was going on, but uh, I did. Irene had been right. Mm. We're getting close. I gotta see what I can find out here. Um, El Basra Tower, Golf Charlie, two niner. Two niner, Al Basra. Uh, I'll be around. Uh, over. Stand by, two niner. Uh, here's hoping you made it. Hey, Albie, you son of a gun. Mac here. You in one piece? Not totally, my friend. 
We just raised our temporary tower. I'm on crutches. No fixed wing service right now. Not for two, three days. Uh, no worries, Albie. We're in a chopper. Welcome, then. We need help. We need company. Roger. Can't stay long. ETA is ten minutes. Roger that, Mac. We'll watch for you. Well, that's a relief. Now back to, uh, where were we, uh, that night? Yeah. When I finally got home, I found Irene and Ramey gone. Chloe made it back from Stanford, and I started doing some research. Mac, everything that's happened, from the disappearances to the treaties, the two guys in Israel, this earthquake, everything, everything was predicted in the Bible. Well, I don't know if you're sincere in your interest. If you're not, you're a good actor. Nonetheless, here it is. Nikolai Carpathia is the Antichrist. <laughs> really? Does he know you think this way? I don't know. Why? Very nice, Ray. Very nice. Nice and smooth. Just like riding a bike. Oh, well, uh, that's Albie coming toward us there. Huh? Looks like he took a hit. Mac, so good to see you. Oh, been a long time, I'll be. <clears throat> Listen, what happened to you? I was in the mess hall, over there. I felt the rumble, I ran for the tower. What would I do up there? I have no idea. The tower began falling before I even reached it. I got out of the way, but then a fuel truck was thrown. Never mind. It is not a pleasant story. I have broken bones in my foot, but there are no supplies to set it. It will grow strong. Allah will bless me. Yeah, well, maybe we can get you some help. Uh, uh, Albie, this is a friend of mine, Ray Steele. Albie? It is a pleasure. You will consider me a poor host, but if you have time, we could use your help. Yeah, what's up? The construction site. Your boss, the potentate himself, has expressed pleasure in our cooperation. Um, you know, we might be able to help out a little later, but right now, uh, we kind of need to eat. The mess hall is gone. As for your favorite place in town, I have not heard if it is standing. Shall we check? Sure, you got a vehicle? The old pickup. It has very little clutch. Uh, hop in. We'll give it a whirl. Uh, devastation's incredible. All those people carrying bodies. Albie. I wanted to find out if you were all right, but uh, this is also a business trip. Splendid. How can I help? Scuba gear. Scuba? Scuba? You need everything. The works, Albie. Actually, if we could get two suits and a comlink between them. Mm. Expensive. I know. Cash? Of course. I'll have to check. I have a source. I've not heard from him since the disaster. Let's leave it at this. If you did not hear from me, return in one month and it will be here. A month? I can't wait that long. I cannot guarantee it any sooner. Even that long seems fast at a time like this. What in the world? Doc. Hey, hey, Doc. Doc, we have power. What's going on? Hey, sit down, my friend. Look at how resourceful your Hebrew scholar friend can be. You found food. I did more than that. I discovered a generator, <laughs> and a big one. Well, have you eaten? Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. I, I could not sleep in the middle of the night, so I came in and took your flashlight. I, I did not disturb you, did I? No, 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 but I thought I'd... 
dreamed I saw lights in the hallway. It was not a dream. I lugged that generator out of the cellar and into the backyard myself. Ah. It took me forever to figure it out. But Donnie had provided a line into his fuse box. So as soon as I hooked it up, lights came on. The refrigerator came on. Everything started happening. I, I, I'm sorry to have disturbed you. That's well, okay. So that's what I heard, huh? Forgive me. Now, it was like music, and this food, this food is unbelievable. You need sustenance. Hmm. You are going back to Loretta's, I assume. Yeah, I have to. I will stay here and see if I can get on the internet. Before you leave, however, you will help me open Donnie's briefcase, no? Yeah, sure. There are all kinds of tools in the basement. I believe we could do this in such a way that... Uh, Doc, Doc, here. I'll save you time and effort. Oh, with your hand, uh, Cameron, you'll hurt yourself. No, I... There you go. Well done. This is what Donnie has been lugging with him? What is it? Huh. Spiral notebooks. Looks like a diary. Yes, and if so, we must not violate his confidence. Well, hang on. Here, look at this. Talk to Bruce B. about underground necessities. He still seems reluctant about suggesting location. I guess I don't need to know. I outline specifications, electric, water, phone, ventilation, etc. It does not seem personal. Uh, no. l- let me study these and see if there is anything we can use. Hey, hey, look at these. He hand-drew these schematics. Oh, that is my shelter at the church. Hmm. So, he designed it. But it looks like Bruce never told him where he was building it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, 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 look, look at this. What? Putting a duplicate shelter in yard has proven more labor-intensive than I expected. Hmm. Is it possible? A a shelter in his backyard? How could we miss it, Doc? We were digging out there all last night. Uh, Perhaps you are parked over the entrance. Hmm. What do you know? Something else we're digging to find. Look, uh, we better head back. Sun's going down. <laughs> What's Capathe going to do? Fire us? <laughs> as long as he's got you around, he could follow through on his threat to put me in jail. You know, now that would be just like him to think one man can fly the Condor halfway around the world and back. <laughs> hey, Albie. I wanted to say thank you to you gentlemen for your help. You are true friends of Allah and Iraq. True friends of the global community. Albie, the global community might not appreciate hearing you honor Allah. Why haven't you joined Enigma Babylon, Faith? On my mother's grave, I should never mock Allah with such blasphemy. Okay, okay, sorry. Now, regarding your business concern, I'm happy to inform you that I have already made some initial inquiries. I should have no trouble with the equipment you spoke of. Great. You, uh, you got a price? Yes, I have it right here. Oh, whoa. That's four times what I'd expect to pay. It is exactly double retail. Not a penny more. If you do not want the merchandise, tell me now. No, 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 no. I gotta tell you, Albie, that looks a little high to me, too, but uh, you've never done us wrong. Look, does that number buy us anything better in 30 days? I wish it did, my friend. Need a deposit? No. You trust me, I will trust you. I will see you in 30 days, then. Didn't think insurance would cover this kind of thing. Yeah, well, no. I'm not with an insurance company. Sonny Kuntz, Senior Field Supervisor, Global Community Relief. Nice to meet you. Is this your house? Uh, no, no. A friend used to live next door. What are you looking for? Yeah, one last check before I call in the one survivor we found in the area. You found some? Who was it? I'm not at liberty to share that information, Mr... Oh. Uh, sorry. Here. Ah, press. Her name is, uh, Kavanaugh Helen, 70 years old. She lived here? Can you believe it? Hmm. And she told you this? Uh-huh. 
Hmm. She didn't say whether she saw anybody next door, did she? No, I'm sorry. Next door? Uh, yeah, matter of fact, she did. What did she say? Just something about seeing a young woman running out of the house. Excuse me a second. Chloe. Jones here. She got away? Chloe, she's alive? Left Behind, the dramatic audio series is based in part on the book Soul Harvest by Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins and has been adapted for radio by Chris Fabry with music by Steve Wick, directed and produced by Todd Busteed. Left Behind, the dramatic audio series is a production of Gap Digital and Tyndale House Publishers. Thank you for listening. <laughs>